Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Matthew Uthi, welcome to the Share yeah. Chair Podcast. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you here. So, so um, yeah, so you have been a Spring Lake student for your whole life? Yeah. Okay. Okay, and you went to home? Yeah, what, what's I, been the path? So I went from home, so I went to Jeffers, and then just continued up through here. Intermediate, middle yep. school, now high school. And and what year are you? What, I'm a junior. You're a junior. Okay, great. So what are some of the things you really like to do um, around the around the school? What do you... Uh, well, I just like... So for the school, I like just to be in, like in a history class because I like history and I like to read and write. Awesome. Awesome. Do you... Is there a particular time in history that you really... I, I'm more of some... I like researching a lot of history, but mostly it's World War Two. Okay. You know, have you talked to Mr. Ryan yet? You know, he. have you had him as a teacher? No, I've had Mr. Warren. I had Mr. Warren, and I'm sure Mr. Warren likes talking about it too, but I know Mr. Ryan really has a lot of interest in uh, World War Two events, so maybe you could yeah. look for a, a class with uh, Mr. Ryan at some point so you could talk and learn about, mm-hmm. about that. So, um... So, and then how about outside of school? What are some of the hobbies? What are some of the things you, you love? And So, outside of school, it's still going to be history. I like to read and write. I like to do it because it just makes me feel good about myself, just writing short stories and stuff like that. Oh, I love it. So, is that your favorite, like, genre is more short story? Short, a little short story and a little bit of non fiction like mostly towards world war ii stuff oh okay so you even incorporate sort of some historical fiction you even incorporate what you know from history but yeah uh because one of my relatives was at Okinawa. okay so i think it'd be fun to learn about that and they also told me one of my um relatives was also in a dutch concentration camp yeah but I just think it's fun to learn about the past so it doesn't happen again. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, that's important. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? We're even living through, living in some history right now. Yeah. I mean, to think about how people will study, you know, what's going on right now and that with the transition of, of presidents and things, mm-hmm. um, how people will study that in 50 or 100 years or 200 years. It'll yeah. be interesting. It's interesting to think about. So yeah. do you ever consider the history you're living in right now? Yeah, I kind of do consider it sometimes. I just don't want our history to be remembered for most of the bad things that people have done in this time period a long time ago. Think uh, Those people are going to ruin our lives in the future. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, because, of course, uh, you know, perspective is so important. I mean, obviously, like, incredible things are happening now as well, and um, explorations, and, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there's so much good that it would be nice to keep that focus, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's cool. You know, um, so, Matthew, I would say I know you. I know that when when you said that you'd be open to discussing and talking on the Share Chair podcast that you were actually really open to discussing something kind of kind of personal. Mm-hmm. And that is that I believe you have had a history of epileptic seizures. Yeah. 
So I, you have a lot to teach me because I don't think I really even know what an epileptic seizure is. So I'd like to maybe start with like teaching me some things before okay. I before I even talk to you like personally about your experiences. Like what is epilepsy and, and yeah. So I'm the second person in my family to have epilepsy. My older brother, Scott, who came through Spring Lake High School too, I, you might know him. I remember the name, um, yeah. He had it too. Uh, it's a neurological brain disorder. Um, it's it's kind it's kind of hard to remember things most of the time because like with one of the at well he has five types of seizures I have four okay and the Lennox Gestalt makes it hard for me to focus or like say things like let's say when a teacher's talking and doing something and I just comes out at a wrong time that's part of the epilepsy talking Okay. Not that I want to do it. Like a comment. A comment will comment, come out like, at the wrong time yes. or something. Okay. Or I just can't remember something. Okay. And you, you gave this, an, uh, it's a Lennox Gestalt? Yeah. Okay. And that's a type of? Seizure. Seizure. Yeah. Okay. And may I, so actually, I, could you tell, I, I hear you. I hear you say you don't want to do it, but it happens sometimes. Yeah. Can you tell me, like, what does that look like sometimes? Well, even teachers sometimes be mad at you? Yeah, sometimes or, they or, or how does that go? Like, like let's say, w give me an exact scenario when, when something happens. Like, when a teacher's talking, it's not, I'm not trying to be rude and talk. They think that's probably thinking, oh, I don't care what the teacher's saying. It's just, like, that part I is part of the epilepsy that I'm, I have wired in my brain, so it's not that I don't want to listen to the teacher. I want to learn from the teacher. It's yeah. just that part of the epilepsy kind of makes me off task a little bit. So Okay. Okay. And how does that how does that play out in the classroom? Do you find are you are you um, fidgety or do you do you um, kind of not wanting to but do you interrupt or like how does that play out in the yeah, classroom? I, a little bit of interruption, a little bit like I make a little joke, sometimes jokes when I'm not at the right time, when it's okay. like, I then I get other people off track. It's not like I want to do it. Okay. It's just a bad part of my seizures that... Sort of a reaction or something yeah. like that, that. The thought comes in, but you can't stop it yes. from coming out. Is that yes. the experience? Has it, have, you, have you been dealing with this your whole life? Is yeah. this... I first started showing signs when I was 18 months oh, wow. old, but I wasn't officially diagnosed until I was five. Okay. But the, uh, when I was younger, I used to have seizures like every six seconds. Really? Yeah. It was pretty bad. That um, sounds really bad. I had to go to... Younger, we're talking younger, like five. Five it, and a little bit, yeah. Okay. So I had to go to the emergency room a lot. Uh, they had to call the ambulances. The teachers didn't know what to do because they probably haven't seen it, what a seizure was before. Right. So that probably was very uncomfortable for them because they were, like, they don't know how to handle it. But I have done presentations on epilepsy in the past, so people become more aware of it and, like, not make fun of it 
because it's like not funny to make fun of. Yes, yes, I I assume has that happened to you a yeah, lot? Yeah, that happens a lot. Like they make fun of a lot of people like to joke about epilepsy when it's really not funny because people can actually die from seizures. For sure, for sure. Like Lennox Gestalt, you can die from, and many of the seizures I have, I could have died from. Is it from the seizure itself? So, so what is happening in the seizure that you could, that a person could die from? Or is it what I understand? Sometimes, does this ever bring you to the floor? Does this ever? Like, yes. And, and, and I understand some real harm can happen then, too. Yeah, so I have, so sometimes when I'm a seizure, I look up and then just fall to the floor. Okay. And it's not like, then I won't remember where I, what happened and why it happened. It'll just be like, what happened? Why am I here? Sort of thing. It sounds scary. It is. Yeah, it sounds scary. So, so you'll have a moment where you just don't know exactly. Don't what's... know where I am. What, what just happened? Or like, just like, wake up and think, what happened? I'm. I don't know where I'm at. You don't know where you are. How no. long? How long does it take you? What What kinds of things do you need to recover when that happens? Um. So sometimes when I was younger, my seizures would last from four minutes to nine minutes. Okay. Um, wow. Which that's kind of that's pretty bad because yes. when because when your whole body starts to get hot, it can put a lot of it can actually cause brain damage. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you mentioned that you know some people will make fun of it. Um, this is mostly peers of yours. Yeah, this like is people, just like people that like classmates, but I don't know them that well. But I just kind of get mad when they make fun of it because it's 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 not something to make fun of. Like I've had it for a long time. It's not funny at all. Yeah. Like when people die from this, would you make fun of them for dying from that? Certainly not, yeah. I mean, and, and hopefully they wouldn't, but they're not thinking about, right? They, yeah, it's so frustrating, and I'm so sorry. Do you find, is it your experience that when people know you and kind of more fully know epilepsy and understand seizures, that they're less likely to, to do that? Yeah, when I explain to them about seizures, they're probably most likely to stop because they, they don't think that... when. When they make fun of it, they don't think it's that bad. But when I tell them it's kind of really kind of bad, they said, "Oh, I didn't know that." And that's like, I just taught them something that they didn't know about how epilepsy affects people. And of course, this is why we have to keep. This is why I'm so thankful to you to talk to us today, because this is what people need to hear. They need to hear the real stories, and when they do, they're less likely. I think. I hope. They're less likely. Mm -hmm. I know. They're less likely to pick at it, but they don't. They don't think from another person's perspective. Mm -hmm. But you're saying when they do, it usually is better. So, when they think yeah. from your perspective. Yeah, especially for somebody that has this brain disorder, it's it's really not fun. It's not fun to go through. Especially the, I've been to a hospital many times because epilepsy affected me so much. Like I. I I didn't want it. I didn't want to experience it. But without experience this, I wouldn't have a journey to tell. So sometimes it's 
are going to be a rough journey, but I think if the, there was no journey to begin with, I wouldn't have this story to tell and create awareness for other people to know about this. Yeah, it's really powerful the way that you are uh, creating this journey. So, so thank you, I mean, and, and keep doing it. So let's go back to your five, six, seven, eight. You're having these every six seconds yeah. seconds i mean that that's happening every six seconds that yeah you have a stretch of time i can't even imagine i can't imagine being uh you of course i can't imagine being a student a teacher i can't imagine being your parent they must have been so yeah scared for you i yeah, yeah. do you know what that experience was like at all so i wouldn't really since i was kind of I, I wouldn't know what they were feeling but i it would be horrible because Nobody wants to deal with that. Nobody wants to see that happen. And it's like, when it's you're watching, it's kind of uncomfortable to watch because, like, it's like a classmate being carried away because he's having a medical problem. It's it's just not fun to watch because it's really, really, it's also really difficult to watch because it's like very severe and really quick, quick. Okay. Like one time you know you're just talking with other people then you're out okay. and you don't know and you don't know and now as you age as you get older so you're seven, 16 17 17 17 so you're 17 and obviously you're starting to kind of own this this part of you and and are willing to talk about it and give presentations about it um do you is are they happening i mean they're not happening every six seconds obviously but it, when was your last episode? Uh, when was your last? I shouldn't say episode. When was your last seizure? Um, I don't remember, but when I, so I used to take different medication, which didn't really work because the Lennox, Lennox just out. But I go for every, for IVIG at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Okay, and that's kind of helped get clear that up from how bad the seizures were to like they're not really bad anymore so you say ivig what's yeah it's it's um it's short for mo so it's a immunoglobulin therapy okay but it's basically where they put a needle in you and they start pumping medication and sometimes it can actually take from 9 to 21 hours for that oh. process for me. Oh wow, okay. If my body does not reject the medication. Okay, gotcha. That can be a long, long day or even two days. Yeah. If you, wow, that's quite a... And how often is that happen, uh, Matthew? So three weeks for six, six years ago I went every three weeks, but now I go every three months. Okay, okay. So it is, yeah, You they, they, either the medication is more Mm -hmm. Accurate or yeah. whatever. And some, like, after it gets done, it's kind of like the medication kind of makes you feel a little bit woozy or stuff like that because yeah. you've been there for like an hour sitting down for a long time and then it's kind of difficult to walk because you've been like sitting most of the day. And then like when you have to do that, get get medication when you have to do school work too 
which is kind of difficult, but I get done anyway. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But to do that between is kind of pretty difficult. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it, because of the trips to, um, to, to to the hospital, because of the seizures themselves, is school. But you say you like school. I like school. Okay, but it has so it hasn't gotten in the way too much. It has. What do you think? What in you? Because I could see other people where it would get in the way of school too much. Mm-hmm. So what is it about you and learning that you just sort of work through it and you keep going? Um, I just keep going because as much as the epilepsy can try and stop me from being successful, I think that by now that I'm starting to conquer it instead of it conquering me so I can be successful instead of it conquering me and taking me back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, power power to you. That's incredible. What a great perspective. Um, you know, do I have it right as well, Matthew, that you're on the uh, on the spectrum? On the is that true? Yes. Is, are you also on the autism there's, spectrum? Yes. There's a link actually between people with epilepsy and autism. I was wondering. So, could you discuss that a little so, bit? So, yeah, cuz this is they're sort of connected. Yeah. So, yeah. So, a little bit um I was diagnosed in 2017, 14 years, I was 14 years old, okay. so really didn't think anything of it at that time because I really didn't think I'd have, have that because I just thought um, nothing's really wrong with me, I'm just, then I kind of, like as I got older a little bit, I felt like a, um, I get a little bit more off task a little bit, a little bit more going at the wrong like talking at the wrong moment, okay. Which, instead of paying attention, that that I kind of felt like was beginning to re- when I began to kind of realize that that this is not normal for someone to be doing that all the time. And that was like middle school. Yeah, you're saying I was in middle school, and that that kind of alerted you. Did you, do you remember like was it you who brought that to the attention of your parents? Do you know if your parents sort of brought that to your attention how did that uh my parents kind of brought that to my attention and they they took me out to go to get a like a test to see if i have it or not and when it came back that i did i was actually shocked because i didn't think anything could be like pretty like that because i thought maybe it was wrong at first but maybe it could have been correct because I kind of tend to get off task a lot more and then start going, like start just getting off task, like I said, um, just commenting again on the wrong things at the yeah, wrong time. Yeah, at the wrong time. Yeah, you mentioned. So the one thing I know about the autism spectrum is that there are lots of ways mm-hmm. that this can kind of, you know, come out, right? And sort, yep. of, sort of show itself. Um, and so yours are through, yours are through like maybe not, yeah, the wrong thing at the wrong time or not mm-hmm. quite staying focused and yeah. things like that. Um, and how have these diagnoses, autism, epilepsy, how have they shaped and changed in your life at this point as a 17-year-old? You know? Well, they changed my life because uh, 
I, if I, it just showed me different things and different difficult situations that a lot of people don't have to go through, and I just think that if I didn't, again, I, if I didn't go through this, I wouldn't be able to present and give awareness to people who don't know anything about, like, epilepsy and stuff. Because a lot of people usually don't know about that, because it's really not talked about. Yeah. There's not a lot of people in Spring Lake or, like, Grand Haven that have epilepsy. Right, I was going to ask, I mean, do you have any um, support groups or any connections um, to other students who who do so that you can share some of your experiences? I mean, it, I would think it would be very important. To, it would be important because different people have different perspectives on, like, people have different seizures and people have different things on, like, what kind of seizures. Like, many people have, like, shaking seizures. Yeah. I do not have that. Okay. But they're still scary to go through because you don't know if someone's going to just, like, let's say someone's in a class and someone looks like they're not paying attention, but, like, if they're just staring blank, that usually means they're having, like, a seizure or something. Okay, if it's they're prone to seizures, it yeah. can sometimes look like that. Yeah, it can look like that. Like, the teachers probably, if the teacher's never heard of it, they're just going to think that person's not wanting to listen and just think that he, that person doesn't care. But it, sometimes this, it's a seizure sometimes when you just look. Okay. And it's kind of hard for them to also hear you when they're in a seizure. Okay, because what does it sound like? Or like what it's it? just like they can't hear you because they're like, like that, and okay. can last. Is it a buzz, or it's just sort of like a blank? It's just, just blank, like they just like, can't. Okay, so that's really interesting because because even though I try to be very aware, boy, if I if I don't know if I don't know about it, yeah, it would I would probably make the same mistake. Even though I care very much, I'd probably make the same mistake and say, hey, you're not paying attention. If, which is why I guess it's so important, again, that you, you, you can mm -hmm. tell the story and that we know the stories of our students. You know, what are your tips for people like me or, or maybe other students? Or, so, so the standard seizure, right? What everyone yeah. thinks, oh, the seizure, you're shaking, you go to the ground. Um, actually, I feel like that more people know how to respond to that, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of give some space, remove any obstacles, this kind of thing. Yeah, do not put anything in their mouth. Don't put anything in Ever. their mouth. No, right. because that'll create a choking hazard. Correct, a choking hazard, just kind of let, and, and, and more or less, you know, make sure every that it's safe in the surroundings, but otherwise sort of let it go. Yeah, you don't grab their hand. If they're shaking, you don't grab their arms, you don't grab their legs at all. You put like a smooth, a comfortable blanket on, or like if you have a pillow in your class you could put like a or anywhere put it under their head or like if you have like a soft sweater you could put it under their head yeah. and then turn them over on their side okay okay but what are tips when the seizures don't look like that so so that is very obviously a seizure right people are like oh this person is very obviously having a seizure what are your tips or your advice for teachers where someone's having a seizure that's like, like less the, obviously a seizure, yeah, like, like the seizures you have. Or like the, uh, like if, for example, if someone was sitting right here and they were just staring blank and they, you can, they weren't like responding to anything you're saying, I would actually want to tell people.
people to say, talk, tell the teacher immediately, because okay. the teacher would want to know. Yeah. It's not that he, the person wants to not listen, it's just like, they're not responding, they're having a seizure then. There's also a lot of videos online that actually show this guy, this, this girl who was having a seizure, the, the teacher didn't recognize that. So he just thought she wasn't paying attention. And then the student next to her had to explain to the teacher that she was having a seizure. Okay. And he, okay. Didn't, he didn't recognize that. Right. Because he hasn't seen it before. Right. So do you make sure then when you start a new class, a teacher you've never had before, do you make sure on the first or second day, do you talk to the teacher? Uh, sometimes or how do you do. help that? Yeah. So sometimes I would email them too, some about yeah. Yeah. like I have medical problems or like I have epilepsy and autism. So I, you should be aware that I'm not doing these things to be intentional. It's that just I can't control the seizures. I cannot control. Sometimes I can't control when I say something at the wrong time. Yeah. I would think that makes a huge difference. When they know, they're much more helpful. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, Matthew. I mean, this is really helpful for me. Is there is there anything that you wish you would have said? So we're kind of nearing, I think, the end of the time. I have another question, but mm -hmm. but is there anything you wish that you wanted to say to people that you haven't been able to say yet? Or? Uh, what I would just tell people is just be respectful to people who experience seizures or any other disability and just don't make fun of something if you don't know it. Just, if you don't know it, just, just res be respectful, be polite, don't make jokes or make fun of seizures because it's it's not a funny thing especially when you're getting carried off in a stretcher yeah has that happened to you yeah a lot of times a lot of times oh, i'm so sorry yeah that, that must be really hard yeah in the high in high school has that happened no that has not okay that was more when you were younger younger yeah okay okay and is there is there an mm, does a person no longer have seizures? I mean, can is there a possibility in your future that that doesn't happen anymore? Or no, or is this just part well, of your life? There are some people that have are seizures free, but I, what I've been told is I can have it for the rest of my life. Okay. Are you okay with that? I'm okay with that, as long as it doesn't get as bad as it used to be. Great, I can understand, I can understand. Um, okay, well, here's anything else, Matthew, that uh, otherwise I've got a final question. No, that's good. You shared what you kind of wanted to share. Yeah. Great, great. So, so I think you kind of already said this, just, just said this, but I'm going to ask it in the way that we ask it All right. every time, which is, so this is the question we ask every person. Okay. If you just had one piece of advice, um, for, for any listener, what would that piece of advice be? I would just say, be you, don't care about what ever, any other person thinks about you. They can't be in your head and they can't tell you what to do. You just have to decide if you're gonna make good choices, right choices, or just gonna be relaxed, calm, like if you're doing something like this. 
don't think about what other people are going to say, like if they're going to say something mean. Do it because you're passionate about the subject. Do it because you want people to be aware of what you're talking about. Makes all the sense. Thanks so much, Matthew. It's a really pleasure uh, meeting you yep. and, and getting to talk to you and learn from you. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shared Chair Podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.